you can find anybody who's managing a company, it's the guys that run towards problems. The yeah. People who run towards discomfort mm-hmm. and, and, and not because they crave conflict, but because there is a problem that needs solved. This is Glenn Murphy with NC Sistema, and this is Sistema for Life. Brian, so good to have you on the podcast. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Glenn. Well, so can you tell the folks out there a little bit about uh, yourself? Uh, what's your line of work and how did you first come to Sistema? So my name is Brian Johns. I've been studying Sistema for probably about eight years, I think. Uh, started martial arts uh, as a kid in Ishinru karate and uh, moved into you know, Hapkido and uh, some uh, Korean arts and uh and then started doing some Chinese stuff before I met Glenn. But uh, probably the more unique thing about uh, me and Sistema, the, uh, you know, what I do for a living and probably what I w- want to talk about more today is how Sistema and martial arts has helped me uh, manage people, you know, be a better father, be a better uh, uh, leader, be a better uh, uh, guy at work. So uh, you know, right now I run a company. I'm the president of Morrison Associates. We're uh, an industrial engineering uh, company that specializes mostly in just highly engineered refrigeration things. So uh, we do a lot in the food industry. We do, if you've got uh, a, a plant that needs uh, borated ice in the nuclear industry, we're the guys you'd come to to build that. So we're, uh, hmm. I've got 115 employees around the world. We've got guys uh, in uh, Bogota, in uh, Sao Paulo. We've got guys in Asia, mostly in the U.S., but we've got a, a pretty broad group of people. So anyway, I manage... Uh, a lot of engineers, uh, a lot of service folks, uh, a constantly, uh, the, the problems that we're solving are generally really difficult, uh, intracted problems that if they've, if you've gone to a local supplier, like, like say a job we've got in Taiwan, uh, that we had recently where, uh, they had uh, a problem they needed solved. It was, uh, an off peak cooling system they built and they'd gone to everybody in Asia they could find. Mm-hmm. We were the we were the last resort for how to solve that problem. They needed to have this big industrial uh, piece of equipment built, but they needed to have it built, uh, ship in a bottle style where you could take it through a Mandor. So we're the kind of guys that would uh, you know, solve big, hairy, challenging engineering problems and manufacture. So uh, it's so like kind of like an adaptive process rather than a kind of a one-size-fits-all off-the-shelf, yeah. right? So I can see right away how the uh, how the one-size-fits-all kind of a prescriptive martial art thing wouldn't have appealed to you um, quite so much as the adaptive process of Sistema. So maybe we can yeah. get into that a little bit later on, but that's an interesting... Yeah, question. absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, uh, if you if you look at uh, even this conversation right now that's happening right now, the, the, the cues and the things that we're talking about are going to change throughout the conversation. So if we... You know, we can never have the same conversation twice. Right. Uh, so a lot of our designs are that... Our designs are a lot like that. Or our designs are uh, you know, something that's going to be uh, uh, th- that evolves you know, based on uh, the input of the, the customer. So, yeah. so, so the last company, so let me, let me maybe uh, take a step back in my career. So where, where I was at before, we built appliance parts. Yeah. So we built uh, 25,000 dryer timers every day. If you've touched a mechanical dryer timer, yeah. uh, those were all built by a, a division of Emerson Electric. So whether it was Whirlpool or GE or Maytag, yeah. uh, all these guys built the, it was the exact same dryer timer that was in every one of those machines. So I came yeah. out of an environment that we built hmm. um, you know, the same part 
repeatedly mm. over and over again in high volume. So, mm. uh, so you really you mastered the technique of how to build that part. Yeah. And that was the, the path forward was like, don't get creative. Don't think about this too much. Yeah. Uh, don't, just, don't just make look, it cheaper. And yeah, quicker. I, I don't need you thinking out of the box. I need you yeah. thinking in the box. I need you thinking about putting 25,000 of these things in a box every day <laughs> and shipping them to somebody. Right. So, uh, yeah, you weren't looking for uh, creative uh, guys to think outside the box. As, as we circle back to martial arts and Sistema and the things that I think are really unique about Sistema versus other martial arts, mm. uh, Sistema is not technique-based, mm. uh, that it's, it's based on principles. And if you look at, uh, as as I look at better managers and better executives, guys that, uh, so I've got an MBA from uh, uh, Indiana University back in, I think I graduated in 03, and there's a lot of guys that go get an MBA in the same way that a lot of guys go get a black belt. Yeah. That they uh, they think, okay, I want to I want to learn a bundle of techniques that I can go apply to a challenging problem. So really, a, an MBA and a black belt uh, are really similar if you yeah. if you back up and and look at it. So you're looking at a, a methodology for uh, for solving problems hmm. that uh, and. Um, but it's, it's not the be-all, end-all. You can have the black belt and still be un- incapable of solving adaptive problems, and you can have an MBA and be incapable of solving a complex business problem, presumably. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. The, uh, yeah. So if you've got, uh, yeah, so, so guys that are trying to solve a problem, a guy who's got uh, just an MBA thought but not a lot of ability to adaptively solve things, yeah. they're, gonna, they're looking for a specific place. They've got all these, they've got a, a ring full of keys yeah. And they're looking for a lock that fits that key, and they'll just stand in front of each locked door and find try sure. and hunt for the key that's going to fit, as yeah. opposed to a guy who's uh, you, you've got a you've got a master key that can open any lock with so. a torsion bar and a lot of experience. Yeah, that'll yeah. Open yeah. Locks, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so before we go go into kind of details on it, mm-hmm. um, what was you kind of you feel like Sistema has changed the way that you work and the way that you manage, and especially at your kind of executive level. Yeah. What, what did you feel life was like before you studied Sistema? How was how was your working life different? What would like an an average day look like in terms of like conflict and in terms of like the chaos of it yeah. and that kind of stuff? What 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 were you doing then? That you yeah, I think it, it's funny. So I, I, I let me take it to the executive side and maybe start with as a, as a kid growing up. Sure. Uh, so I'm, I'm the youngest of uh, three boys and you know, grew up in a neighborhood where you were uh, scrapping and you know, fighting a little more often than you probably uh, should be. So yeah. uh, I was kind of used to being in an environment that would turn, uh, uh, so you needed to be able to bow up and be able to hmm. defend yourself. And I think, uh, so I think there was always this chip on my shoulder growing up. Yeah. that I needed to prove that I was going to be better. And actually, I can remember the, the guy I work for here is a, a, a really good guy that had pointed out to me that is... So I came up through Emerson Electric in the in the appliance industry, you know, uh, really putting my shoulder to it and trying to you know, grow and trying to show I'm good enough to move up to the next step. Uh, mm. In 2007, I came into a, just a general management role here. Mm. And I found that the I was also at the same time studying a very amped up your martial arts. So if some guy gets physical and wants to fight with you, yeah. Uh, the way you solve that problem is you get even more amped up and you know, you crush him, yeah, you know, crush him back. So yeah. It's, yeah, so so some guys angry and amped up, you get even more angry and more amped up. If a guy wants to come at you, mm-hmm. you just you know, you you come at him harder. So yeah. if he pulls a knife, you pull a gun, kind of thing. Right. Really, what's different about Sistema and about me is I'm still competent and, but I can stay calm with that. I, I can be competent and calm. In the face of something that's aggressively coming at me, that at least once a month I've got either a customer or uh, an employee that's walking into my office that's just yeah you know, spitting mad, 
Yeah. That they're really grumpy. And if you're, so if, if you don't have any fighting techniques, you're going to be a little bit worried and maybe calling the police and saying, hey, get somebody in here. I'm uncomfortable. Feel intimidated. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's not giving off a good vibe and it's not, it's not helping dissolve that situation. It's, sure. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you're going to feel threatened and you're probably going to do something that's a, uh, going to be a problem or if you're studying an amped up martial art where you're like okay you want to go I'll show you and yeah. you, you yeah. you're coming back at him yeah. uh, where I find in Sistema it lets you be calm hmm. and in the sense that you can actually move closer to the guy but not move closer in an amped up way where you can hmm. move in you know, and, and calmly diffuse it so I find Sistema has been really useful for uh, diffusing angry people, de-escalating. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's not. Yeah, you're not coming at the guy. You're giving him a place to stand. And it, it really, maybe this is the main thing that I. Hmm. Yeah, life isn't about bad guys and good guys. There's yeah, it's systemas. It really, when you're working with somebody, it, it, especially when you're, I mean, you're working in class with somebody. But even when somebody's really angry at you, it isn't. Hmm. It isn't. A, I'm a good guy with a gun, and he's a bad guy with a gun. I'm gonna pull hmm. up my. My, I've got a white hat on. He's got a black hat on, and that's how this all boils down. I think hmm. uh, most martial arts want to teach you to have, uh, you know, when we're us and they're them, and when the them come at comes at us, hmm. you need to be able to uh, diffuse that by putting him down hard. And I think Sistema's really kind of takes out that us versus them, and even I mean when everyone's when, wearing gray hats. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and when, and when, and when Vlad hits you, I mean yeah. it's just kind of it, it, it's really a massage, and even when he's got you on the ground, it's like. Especially some of the more senior instructors, it's funny when they mm-hmm. knock you to the ground. They just—I I, I don't know that they can help themselves. They just—they're looking at the tension in you and they're trying to just work that last mm. bit of—they're trying to help you after yeah. they've after they've thumped on you, put you on the ground, and they're just sitting there kind of working on you. Yeah. In, in, a, in a in the same way that when I'm if I look at a a clogged sink, I feel oh I need to fix this, and I you know, get out a plunger <laughs> and I fix it where he can yeah I look like a clogged sink to him that he's yeah. got it. We've probably got as much crap stuck in us as most clogs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a very good analogy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, so so Sistema helps a lot with that. I mean, I think just basic uh, uh, how you look at conflict. I mean, yeah. it's uh, especially if it's with a customer or with an employee. I mean, there's it, it isn't an us versus them. You're not trying to uh, uh, beat the thing into submission. You want to blend with it, and it really. So when a guy comes in and the first thing that your 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 body's wanting to throw that adrenaline at you because a guy's you know angry and in your face, Sistema has taught me when I when I just taste that little bit of adrenaline coming, I'm I'm the first thing I'm saying is, is almost like a, 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 I'm asking myself, yeah, how is this? How are you trying to help me? This this adrenaline isn't useful, mm-hmm. and and trying to shut off that adrenaline, you know, like, oh, maybe I'll just breathe a little bit and yeah, you, know, you roll your shoulders a little bit and kind of get your 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 posture back. So I mean, as you're as you're starting to amp up, it, yeah. it, it's uh, you know, one is it puts you in the right mindset in the first place that you're not an us versus them. Two yeah. is it gives you a bunch of tools to defuse it once you've started down the wrong path. It helps you yeah. get back down the right path. And the other side of and even if things do really go south, you the nice thing about Sistema is you're already in a really calm place. The guy thinks you're really calm. Yeah. And if it really does end up turning violent, I feel like I'm in a much more, uh, uh, in a much better place to uh, to handle that. Well, tactically positioned. Yeah. In the last six months, I've had at least, I mean, I've had, I have a lot of little you know, things that you're trying to defuse. But I can think of a couple situations where guys were violently angry. Mm. And I thought, you know, if the guy hits me, it's not that big of a deal. In, in mm. most martial arts, you're thinking, I can't let this guy lay a fist on me. I can't yeah. get hit. And in systemic, we get hit yeah. so much. I'm like, look, if what you need to feel better about yourself is to just pop me once and move on your way, yeah. I think we'd all be better. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> I really don't care. I get. I mean, this is what I do for fun. I get yeah. beat up for fun. So if you feel like you need to hit me once or twice, and, yeah. and that'll make Pro- your life better. Probably the legality to that, where yeah. they don't feel like hitting this, punching the CEO in the face. Yeah. It's probably not going to happen. But yeah, probably not. The, the fact that you're willing to let that happen probably um, 
lends some sort of a pause to them, right? It kind of mm. changes the situation. Whereas if you seem di- over, really defensive or scared or insecure or something like that, yeah. then, then they wouldn't be able to interact with you on the same level. Yeah. So can you, um, t- how long have you been training overall? Think? So, uh, where about uh, I, th- I think probably around 2010-ish. I think yeah. I'd started with, uh, yeah. uh, as a kid, I'd done uh, Asian group karate. I just dabbled in it a bit as a kid. Hmm. Uh, my brothers and I have used to roll and bang a lot. We'd you know, buy the... the you know, how to judo books and mm. uh, you have kickbox at home, beating on bags, that kind of thing. But mm. uh, uh, I did a year of uh, at a Korean place where I did a bunch of hapkido and uh, yeah. taekwondo for a bit, and then, uh, like I said, the uh, more of a, a Chinese did a lot of like joint locks and yeah. chin on that kind of thing. But yeah, it, 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 you know, one of the other um, aspects of Sistema that I really liked, and this will have a corollary over to uh, uh, work as well. So, the place I was at before. I'd have a, a grappling uniform on, and I'd grapple for an hour and change, mm. and then I'd go to the locker room and change, and then I'd have a, a different uniform on that I'd wear for when I'm doing my stand-up work, because we'd yeah. do stand-up sparring, and then I'd go grab my bag of toys, and we'd come back, and I'd twirl sticks and staffs yeah. and, mm. and weapons and things, but it was really, it, one of the things I really like about Sistema uh, versus other arts is that the uh, the continuity, uh, the whether I'm standing up and, and uh, or whether I'm on the ground or whether I'm in a joint lock or whether there's mm. weapons or not, it's all that same. It's the same operating system that you're using the whole time. Where before, yeah. So uh, Josephath Herrera um, and hopefully I think his one will air before yours does when we go on there from Sistema Mexico is referred to this as congruence. Mm-hmm. He says that um, lots of martial arts they've done before, um, some were congruent and some weren't. Right, that they hold together and like the, the the principles that you're you're learning when you learn about weapons translate across to it. Uh, standing up and the stand-up principles translate to being on the ground and i mean and some martial arts don't even try they just sort of say we specialize in doing this thing and we're not going to let anybody get us on the ground or yeah. if, or you know the american martial art of like i'm not going to let anybody get near me i'll just shoot them right <laughs> which, is, yeah. which is fine as long as you're armed all of the time and ready to shoot people all the time and there's no repercussions that's fine right um but if you maybe allow that you might not always be ready for an attack and it might come in a way that you don't want and then pro maybe you need a set of skills that's more wide ranging than that. And then mm-hmm. if you do, you don't want to be dealing with that kind of that cognitive lag as you try and change clothes in your brain yeah. from stand up clothes to grappling clothes and that kind of stuff. Right. And, uh, and that relates to how you hold your spine and lots of other stuff too. But um, just yeah, in general is, terms, that congruence and that how it all holds together, you can use that one set of principles to solve so many different problems, right. Rather than trying to um, stuff things into those little yeah, boxes. It is, and it isn't even just so, so, it, so that's a, in one direction it helps that you're not changing clothes and you're not changing to get from one skill set to the other so when I'm at mm-hmm. fighting striking distance and then I go to grappling distance yeah. that I'm not having to change but I think the other thing I really dig about Sistema so I, I'm really comfortable on the ground I'm comfortable falling My I, I move a lot better on the ground and the neat thing about Sistema is I can say okay well I should be able to put that in a I should be able to take what makes me happy on the ground and when I'm standing I can yeah. I can use the parts that I get Mm. back up when I'm standing so you know, back to the whole executive martial arts thing there's mm. so if I'm, I'm comfortable on the ground and I'm not as comfortable my striking isn't as good as my grappling but mm. I can use my grappling to get better at my striking because it's all that same be relaxed you know sure. don't telegraph you know, don't show don't have tension you don't need yeah so you can you it's you can have that it's analogous almost you can you can look yeah. on the ground and learn your ground can teach your standing well it's the same thing with the executive skills of martial arts that it's if you've, if you've got one part of your life that's working really well, you should be able to take those skills and port them over to the other part of your life. So mm. a lot of the, the same way that I can use my ground game to try and help fix my striking game, I can use 
both of those to help my management skills or my parenting skills. So that's a... Have you, have you found yourself doing that more within your working life, like trying to learn from one area that you're good at in your working life and then transfer across? For example, you might be really good at problem solving mm -hmm. and you might not be so fond of people management, right? But then you're like, and you've always considered yourself, for example, I don't know this about yeah. you, right? Um, but you might consider yourself a really good problem solver and systems guy. Um, but then you're like, oh, I guess I have to manage people too or something like that. Have you found yourself more often saying, well, look, I'm good at this, that some yeah. aspects of solving these problems should translate across to people. Maybe if I treat people more as a, as a series of like problems, they have problems rather than they're just people who are whining at me emotionally and I try and help them with their problems, that might help them. And vice versa, you know, when you, you can treat systems as if they're kind of living yeah. things in, in some ways. If you found yeah, it's funny, it is the first time I've, it's, it's kind of fun doing this where I'm, I'm you know, yeah. thinking while we're doing this. Uh, yeah. I used to be, a, the, I was the technician at Emerson when I first started my career out. Actually, I was in the Air Force first is where I got my technical skills. Hmm. And then, so I was the guy that you'd send if you had a, a troubleshooting problem. I was the guy you put on a plane. If Maytag had a plant down, yeah. they'd throw me on a plane and say, go fix it. We don't know what's wrong, but you yeah. go figure it out and fix it. Yeah. That was, so I was a pretty good technical guy. I'd manage people. I'd, uh, yeah, so now the job I've got, I've got technical aspects. I've got, I mean, I can, I can be in the same in the same two hours, I could be working through a managerial problem. I could be mm. having to deal with an attorney about a patent issue. I could be having to deal with an HR problem. I could have to deal with a customer. So, so task switching. Yeah, you know, a lot of tasks. So, so go back to what we just said about, I used to have to change uniforms mm. when I went from grappling to striking. So Sistema is one set from ground striking weapons. Mm. Uh, so I manage a lot easier now. I guess I never really put it together until just now. Mm. But the I don't I don't change clothes and I don't change hats. So I'm I'm the president of the company and I've got uh, uh, whether it's an ESOP problem. So we're we're also an ESOP company. So the employees, the 115 employees, also own. 75% of the company. So whether I'm hmm. acting as a trustee trying to worry about a guy's retirement or I'm figuring out whether to expand the building or whether to uh, you know, jump into a different industry entirely, yeah. uh, I, I don't change clothes to do that. So I don't, I don't have to go change uniforms to do that. It's all kind of the... It's, it's, it's the made same. you more versatile? Yeah. 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 Well, you just... You, you, you just kind of stay calm, listen to the problems. And it... it, it yeah. I think I take you... You you approach every problem the same way. The same way you would. I, I don't feel like you, you especially uh, when I'm working with you or a guy at a higher level uh, in martial art. You, you don't um, you don't seem to distinguish if we're in a striking class or a stick class or a ground class. I just feel. Glenn's kind of got Sistema mostly figured out, and you feel kind of <laughs> well, halfway so, figured in, in a comparative sense to, uh, to, to <laughs> it's a sliding uh, scale. Yeah. yeah, it's a sliding scale. So yeah, yeah sure. I mean, when, you, when you're with Vlad, it's uh, and, and it's the same thing. I mean, when you work with a guy like Vlad, or you manage with a guy who's hmm. running a Fortune 500 company. I've managed. I mean, I'm I'm a pretty decent manager. I've got an MBA. I think I do a pretty good job. But I've worked under guys. There was a, a guy I worked at at Emerson. It was just. The guy was just, I mean, it was Vlad-like management where this guy, we'd, we'd be sitting there beating our head against a problem for eight hours and he'd walk in and just really calmly not make us feel like dopes for not figuring it out, but just go, well, here's here's yeah. how I see this. I mean, it just, and he could just kind of slowly work his way through it. So it's yeah. the same same kind of thing. I mean, that, you know, yeah. uh, uh, it, there's, there's an art to it. Uh, in the same way but uh, so yeah. coming back to the, the idea so it seems just pulling out kind of a few ideas from what you've talked about and ways yeah. that it's helped in your job one is in with people like managing people and not getting emotional when you're kind of um, working with them one to one uh, second kind of conflict specifically right mm -hmm. the, the the ability to work through conflicts um, 
kind of dispassionately and just kind of treat them like problems to be solved instead of like shooting matches and things like yeah. that. Um, and I, I would say, and I'd yeah. say uh, just to correct that too, it's not, it's not dispassionately. I am mm. incredibly passionate, but I'm sure. not, mm. uh, not prideful, not, sure. uh, yeah. not amped up, but it's as a, uh, Passionate, quietly passionate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, with care. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, with okay. care. Yeah. yeah sure. But, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then stress and pressure. Um, yeah. In some, you know, if you look at kind of business trends and things like that, a lot, a lot of people are looking at training, kind of mindfulness or meditation or yoga or maybe kind of like cognitive behavioral therapy, things like that, with a view to getting the kinds of skills that you're talking about. That kind of, you know, sit and think about it for long enough or you know, just do some breathing and, and calm yourself in a, in a calm environment, or maybe try and um, look at the whole business thing and then just try and change your mindset with a view to getting the same results. Do you feel like the physical aspects of Sistema, you talked about that dog pile drill and yeah. being physically piled up and then changing the way you thought about pressure and discomfort. Do you think that that offers some, is that what sets Sistema apart from yeah, those so other kind of disciplines? Of yeah, let me give you, let me give you a great yeah. example. So we've got, uh, so we've had some engineers that would want to design from behind their desk. So a guy who's got a problem that's in a plant. So there's a poultry plant that's uh, two hours away and the guy wants to design a problem, for, design a solution for that. And he'll sit at his desk and really try and hone out the very best possible solution. And he'll iterate and iterate and iterate and never leave his desk. And really, I mean, he's, he's working hard. You know, it's not because he's lazy. He's just sitting there working really hard at it. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually he'll get it out into the field, realize that oh, this didn't quite work like, like yeah. I hoped it would. And he'd go back and he'd work on it, work on it, work on it on his desk. Yeah. And he'd come out and try that next iteration. And that, that, that cycle would take a long time. And then you could also have guys who would go out there and say, look, I'm not really going to think about this too much. I'm just going to try something in the field and just kind of beat their head against it and not really be, not think about it and just work too much. So I think mm -hmm. one of the neat things about Sistema is if you look at, you know, it, it really has a, uh, it shortens that process a lot. So mm -hmm. uh, if you look at other, other martial arts, we teach you how to fight, mm -hmm. but you kind of, you, you study, 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 and then maybe you actually you know, eat a few punches where in Sistema, I feel like we work on things mm -hmm. and it's that, that immediate feedback where you're, yeah. it's very, it's very, the immediate feedback loop. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking, yeah, on the fly, you're, you're solving problems on the fly a lot more rather than trying to figure out the problem and then seeing if it fits. You're like, let's just do something yeah. and then we'll figure it out on the move. Yeah, that's, and maybe I'm at a turning point too. I mean, I'm mid-life, mid-career. I'm kind of getting some competency at work where I, I feel like the uh, uh, really the kick I've been on lately is trying to get, to, get things into the field more quickly, see yeah. if it's going to work, try it once. I mean, and the same thing in Sistema, you know, it, I'd say it's uh... yeah. I've got another friend who's a funny enough um, Tommy Sowers, who's a, a CEO as well, and he, uh, he I think he talked to me about recently. He went on kind of an executive retreat thing, and it was all about four managers, and the whole thing was get out of your own way. That you think you're helping your company by managing it from the top down, mm -hmm. but the most important thing is speed because products and ideas are brought to the marketplace so quickly now that somebody's going to imitate and or innovate in the same way or do it in parallel so quickly. But the most important thing that you can do is is let your engineers get the things out there and it's like stop managing, like be minimalist and just mm -hmm. let them do what they do and push it all through. And these um, so that's an interesting kind of a kind of reinforcement of that idea, you know, that you just want to kind of just work on the efficiency and getting it done, you know, more, yeah. than, more than getting it done perfectly. And it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah, like a model of the new age, you know, yeah. people do a beta version and, you know, yeah. and, and or they send something out there and we all like decry Microsoft or 
the new Apple phone or something if it's not working when they send out the first thing and then they send updates to fix it. But that's the new way of the world now, right? Basically, yeah. you, you don't expect something to be perfect when it's released. You expect something to be satisfactory and, and then some engineer will iterate yeah. it and turn it into something wonderful within a matter of weeks, months, or years. Yeah, but yeah, but you got to taste it. I mean, that's one of the neat things. I think, you know, Sistema, you, you get immediate feed. I mean, there, there's something mm. about getting struck mm. well that you're like, okay, I've, I have learned something and you can really apply that quickly. So the... Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, and even if you try and do it in a, if, if you tried to learn martial arts without really getting hit, it's a lot like us trying to design something. And no matter how good you are, yeah. with even this environment here, I mean, in much the same way that a, a, a street fight is never going to be the same as the as a uh, as being on the mat. But I think mm-hmm. Sistema's probably feels more. You know, there's more intent that we purposefully try and hit each other. Mm-hmm. If you look at us trying to design things, so they're at a a, a fairly big chicken plant will have. It'd be running 480 birds a minute. That's hmm. 480 <laughs> birds a minute hmm. down a line at a piece of equipment. There's no way for us to emulate that here. Hmm. There's no way for us to design that. There's something about being in a plant that has 480 of something coming at you hmm. that's at random sizes and random hmm. intervals. I mean, they're, you know, it's, it's a biological thing that's hmm. going to have some variability to it. So that environment can't be, it can't be tested uh, yeah. as easily. So I think hmm. uh, being able to engineer a solution is a lot more is done a lot better by actually uh, uh, being in a difficult situation. So system is kind of like that. I mean, where you're, where you're actually, uh, you have a concept, you want to try it, mm-hmm. and you actually uh, you, you put it to work a lot more quickly. I think I think in a lot of other places you kind of learn something, you do katas, you kind of you you do a lot more individual work. Mm-hmm. In other places, if you're doing a kata, you're learning how to punch and kick the same way. Yeah, uh, but you're not learning uh, uh, quite. Uh, uh, I think when you're working with somebody and you're actually eating that and mm. trying it and hitting a body, even if you're not doing it at full speed, there's something you're learning there. So yeah, there's definitely an say. aspect of the uh, of the consideration of the of the whole environment, right? It's not mm. just you throwing punches at people mm-hmm. or you know you throwing kicks at people or even at a bag or an in, in that yeah. object. Right? Bags don't move. You you kick them, and you can learn how to swing a kick and do good biomechanics that way, or hit hit a bag very very hard again and again. It's good for combinations things like that, but. Um, but people don't stay still when you hit them with boxing combinations, right? They yeah. tend to flinch and move and like pick an elbow up and do things that are going to bugger up that second or third shot, right? And so those things, they have value until you recognize that um, the thing that you're working with is also a sentient being and it's probably not going to be wanted to be hit. And, mm-hmm. and the value of, you know, the way you get around that in some other martial arts, is in, including in boxing, is to spar it out. And it's in sparring yeah. that you learn most of what's important, right? The experience and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and I think what we do... Which is kind of it's ironic in a way in that um, you know sometimes the criticism late, leveled against the stammer is just like oh you guys don't spar you're not sparring full tilt you know you know you're going slow or doing something like that but in a way we do a lot more sparring than most other martial arts right we mm-hmm. we do conditioning and then we you know do drills to try and um, clarify movement and pull them around and that kind of stuff but we we spar in different contexts at different speeds and with different levels of intensity probably more than most other martial arts and you know notwithstanding something like jiu-jitsu where they spar a lot as well and i think that's where a lot of the practical value in something like brazilian jiu-jitsu is is that they they test everything that they do right they don't just do a million versions of the technique they're um uh, they're they're constantly um kind of iterating what they know based on what's and that's probably one of the reasons why it's grown so quickly and it's been so successful because it it is it's very very good at what it does and but i think we do that in three dimensions it knocks the edges out i mean i can remember uh even when i when i was studying hapkido i can remember wanting to hit somebody once or wanting to defuse something and i couldn't Mm. figure out what to do because 
the number one technique, you did this off of a punch that came in at this angle, and a yeah. number two punch came in at this angle, and this mm. seemed like some kind of hybrid of a number one or a number two. <laughs> yeah. And you're, and I could just remember you know trying to you know like uh, you know, running through the matrix of possible techniques that you yeah. can apply to that. And it, in fact, I remember we were uh, it's just a, a training even a week or two ago here in mm. the uh, and, 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 and let me let me start by saying I. I think any martial art is better than doing no martial arts. So this isn't me being disparaging. Of, I mean, I, I love the Ishinru. I enjoyed doing the Kung Fu stuff I did was more similar to Wushu. I, I yeah. think all that stuff's uh, great and there's a place for it. But listening mm-hmm. to the Ishinru guys uh, behind us when when uh, he'd ask somebody, well, you know, what? how do you do it? It was, uh, what, what's technique number nine? What's technique number 10? And some kid was like, well, here's here's how I do a back kick and here's how I do a side kick. And he's like, that's not number nine. That's number, number 10 is the back. And I can't remember which one was nine and which one was number 10. But the guy was more hung up on the guy getting the number right. And for yeah. me, I mean, I, I kick a lot of me. I did a lot of kicking arts. I'm pretty decent at it. Hmm. My my side kick and my back kick, I don't know which one I'm throwing until, I mean, I'm chambering it it's pretty much the same but, way. Yeah. And pretty much if the guy moves a little, it's going to change from one to the other. And hmm. and it's not really a clean back kick or a side kick that, hmm. that you'd recognize. But it's effective and you use what you need at the time and it, and it molds and it changes. And I think that's the... Do one you, of the differences, the stem utilitarian. Is, yeah, yeah, it can, it, and it's it doesn't have to be. It isn't. It doesn't technique number nine or technique number ten. It's it actually one of the harder things of teaching mm. systema versus maybe some of the art, other arts is that I mean I, I knew exactly which techniques to teach them. Okay, well, let me mm. let me teach you these nine kicks, and I'm mm. going to teach you from these different angles, and then I'm mm. going to teach you these ten punches, and then there would be you know thirty techniques. Okay, white monkey parts branches and yeah. you know, whatever <laughs> kind of right. so all these different techniques that you learn where with Sistema it's like you're um, it, it's less technique which makes it harder to uh, to teach but the, the application of it is really uh, yeah uh, that you, the you can apply it quickly and that it and that we don't uh, uh, put it it isn't mutually exclusively this problem hmm. uh, is solved with this technique this problem is solved with this technique and, and back to a management uh, thing if you look at uh, the the I'm butchering somebody's quote. It was, uh, you, know, you can measure the intelligence of a guy by how many mutually exclusive thoughts he can keep in his head at once. Mm. Uh, so uh, if you... If Dualism. I, if, you can, if you can be okay with the idea that, you know, you can be a responsible gun owner, but still not be cool with, like, you know, stockpiling AK-47s or yeah. something like that, right? It's like, yeah, you're exactly. fine with both of those ideas. You know, it's fine. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, so you should be able to... So mm. If you tell a guy, hey, I need we need to make great margin on this product line. Mm. You know, we need to get paid. This, you know, we're getting unacceptable margins. Make this guy pay. Mm. Don't go out there unless we get paid. And say, this guy's got to be totally satisfied and love us at the end of the day. Mm. Uh, it's, you know, BMW is doing that every day. A concierge at a five-star hotel is doing a great job with that every day. And some... Mm. Yeah, the people that are less successful, and I would almost argue the kind of guys that, that get black belts that can't fight or mm. the guys who get MBAs and can't manage or the guys who are like, look, which one of these do you want me to do, boss? I can go out, yeah. and, I can go out and charge the hell out of this guy or I can go out and uh, make him happy, but I can't make him happy and charge him a bunch. And, and, and yeah. you should be able to do uh, – mm. yeah, There's life is a balancing act, and I think the ability to kind of blend techniques to mm. get to where you need to is uh, important. Do you think there's an aspect of um... – of improved pattern recognition then with Sistema that you get because um, you're not fishing for the perfect technique. You're actually just looking at the whole situation and then trying to allow the right solution to present itself mm-hmm. as like an emergent property in a way, right? And what we're um, doing a lot of the time, and Vladimir said this, is now a lot of Sistema is learning to see, right? And mm-hmm. I, I looked at Vladimir doing things like 10, 12 years ago, and I'll, I'll be staring straight at him while he's doing something. And I have no clue what it was that he was doing. And he could even tell me what it was that he just did. And I'm like, yep, 
and yeah. <laughs> still nothing is just sailing over my head, right? And then three years later, I'd be like, oh, I'd look at him. I didn't see it. And then he would tell me what he was doing and, and do it again. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah I see it now. And now that maybe that same thing, like 10 years later, the penny drops and I can watch and I can see him doing something. Um, and still loads and loads of things just sail completely over my head. But I understand now that there's, I'm not ready to see or understand things until a certain level of maturity has come, until I felt a certain number of things. Or sometimes maybe I'm not even motivated to learn to do that because I didn't come up against somebody who has the antidote to it. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like everything that you know up to that point works. And yeah. it's only when you realize that it all goes out the window when somebody else has the, the countermeasure that you're like, oh, I, I need something radically different, right? Um, and then maybe you're ready to look for it. You're ready to see it, right? Um, do you think there's an aspect of that in business as well that you found in that you rather than trying to be like okay which problem for which solution is just like look, let's just look at this thing yeah. and there might be something that nobody has considered yet and yeah, then we have to pull it, something back together I, I think uh, in the same way that uh, my system is I'll, I'll, I'll have a couple you know, somebody will come at you and a couple three times everything's just perfect and you're like oh this is great okay now next time when this guy comes I want to try doing and mm. it, it, whatever it, it never works then when I've, when yeah. I've decided what I'm going to do to a guy before he's even Mm -hmm. Giving me the tech before he's attacked me, I can't decide what it is I'm going to do. So you yeah. let the let the attack decide what the response to the attack is. And I think in business, it's a lot like that too. If you can, if you can stay in the moment, yeah, uh, be really competent. Be uh, it, it, it doesn't mean don't train and don't prepare. Uh, yeah, but stay in stay in the moment and and experience that moment. I think if you're if you're doing that, you've got a lot more focus on what's going on right now, and you can actually. Uh, Hmm. Uh, react to it and do a much better job. So yeah, I think there's a there, there's a being present a uh, 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 bit of that that is important. What what are some of the things that you've so just to stand out alone for for now without okay. um, drawing the the thing back to um, business for, for a sec. What are some of the things that you've struggled with in Sistema and maybe even still struggle with? What what have you identified that you just you have a lot of difficulty with um, getting your head around or keeping in your body? Yeah, I think there's a, like I said, I'm, I'm uh, probably the uh, closer you get to the ground, the more comfortable I am. So I'm really comfortable on the ground, hmm. um, pretty comfortable uh, uh, chana, grappling, joint locks, that kind of thing. I'm hmm. uh, pretty confident there. And I think the wider I space, maybe this is because I spent, as a kid, I did a lot of point fighting. So the ability to punch and kick was more of a how do you jump across a gap and tag land it. one just tag one. So if I if I land in a in a in a pile at your feet after punching you in the face once, I, I mm. win. And in the in the, <laughs> in, the uh, in, in more practical applications, that's probably not a really good. Uh, so, so what 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 do you think so, underlies that um that so, comfort that you have on the ground? Because some people it's complete opposite, right? They like yeah. standing up and wrestling around and jumping, yeah. and they would hate to be on the ground. What do you think underlies your comfort on the ground? Um, yeah, they, yeah, like anything. So my, so even bringing it back to even more basic, my squats, I feel like, so when you and I are doing squats later on, we'll be training. And, uh, mm. when we're doing squats, I can do squats as well as you can do squats. I mean, I can mm. keep up with you squat wise, mm. uh, core, I'm probably about there, maybe not quite there and pushups. I'm going to crap out it, 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 one fifth of what, uh, what Glenn's going to do. I'm gonna, and I, I think there's a bunch of tension I've got up in my shoulders or the punching, and part of that, I think, is it almost feeds on itself where it's just like, well, I, I, I like my squats. I'm happy with my squats, so I'm loose and relaxed while I do my squats, and they, mm. and they work just fine. And I'm, I'm, I'm tense about this doesn't work, so you don't want to grab the tool that you're not 
used to as much. So. so you tend to regress back towards the things that you know you're comfortable with and then just work more there if you can or like pull pull the situation into that place. Like if, even if it's a striking drill, you're like, come here, I want to grapple. No, I, try, I, mean, I, I think uh, my body wants to go there. I try and uh, push myself to where I'm not comfortable. I mean, sure. I, I think I mean, it's, you know, did, you, did you always do that? Um, I don't know if I always, no. I think it's one of the things, I mean, Sistema does a really good job. Like I said, I mean, there's, we, we could have any one of these uh, aspects we're talking about, we could have an entire Sistema for Life podcast on sure. how you take this one aspect. I mean, Sistema's, uh, I think just Russians in general, I, I, I think Americans crave comfort hmm. far too much. Uh, they, they, they move to what's easy. They, they move towards comfort all the time. So hmm. uh, business-wise, same thing. I mean, you can, you can find anybody who's managing a company, it's the guys that run towards problems. It's the, yeah. you know, people who run towards discomfort hmm. and, and not because they crave conflict, but because there is a problem that needs solved. It's a, it's a, a triage nurse running up and saying, okay, this, this guy's bleeding out. I got to save that. This. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so, all the investor yeah. ru- rushing into a really risky area or something yeah. like that. And like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so have I always been that way? I, I think I've, yeah, I guess I've always been driven. Like I said, I kind of grew up with a bit of a chip on my shoulder where I wanted to, uh, uh, yeah, I was the, the, the ne'er-do-well kid that probably wasn't going to amount to much. Hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I would say if I was going to aim from the neighborhood I was in, if I could have gotten to a, a generic blue-collar job working as a, a union guy in Chicago, I would have been, that's probably about the rung in life that, uh, hmm. that I could have expected and would have been, considered successful at so well the reason i brought that up is that um like howie and a couple of other people that i've, I've talked to have, have said that repeatedly they found um not just a lot of people will talk about how oh wow i, I realized that you know i've trained this thing in systema and it's helped me with things in my um wider life right they can see the positivity mm-hmm. and they're like yeah this was great i didn't do this before and now i do it um but howie also talks a lot about how the, the things that he falls down on in systema the things that he consistently Mm-hmm. won't get over right um he realizes that those are just generalized tendencies that he sees in his wider life as well there's things that he that he won't let go of in his wider life as well in his working life and his business life and stuff like that as well and i, I feel that for myself as well that tendency mm-hmm. whatever tendency i have that i have difficulty letting go of um it's like systema as this physical laboratory just reveals it to you makes everything a lot more obvious um, and when you're out in this complex kind of world of relationships and verbiage and um, multiple kind of inputs and influences you can always blame it on something or someone else right when you're in the working world or relationships or if, you know if it's you know your wife girlfriend other stuff like that you can always be like well it's her problem or something else like that in Sistema we're always taught to be like this is probably my problem right yeah. on some level I'm I'm at least contributing to this I'm allowing this to happen or creating the situation and if yeah. I could just get out of the way then I could see this what it is and I could manage the whole situation and if I'm having trouble working with this guy in front of me it's not because he's being awkward it's because I'm 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 so stiff or I'm so tense yeah. or I'm so afraid or I'm so angry or irritated that I'm I've shut down my seeing mind and now I'm not able to see the situation for what it is and I'm not able to work with him. He's Constantine has said this before, is like if you get to that state and you feel like you're being emotionally controlled, um, it means that you everything that's there to be worked with is there to be seen, right? And somebody else who is not emotionally attached to the situation could see it and they could solve the problem for you. But because you're too close, you, know, you get stuck, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I felt that a lot in my working, living and working life. I'm like, oh, this is the exact same problem. But in Sistema, when you're on the mat and it's just you and another guy or you're multiple attackers, you, you blame yourself, or not blame, but you assume that you're the root of this and you take responsibility for the situation and you solve it. But when you get out into the wider world, it's all too easy 
to outsource that responsibility, yeah. right? Do, do you feel like you've felt uh, aspects of that in your life too? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of the aspects of uh, where I struggle. Like I said, I mean, my, my stri- I mean, I'd like my striking to be more smooth and uh, be able to lay somebody out with less uh, less effort. I don't know if I'm. If, I don't know if there's a parallel between my where I struggle at martial art or struggle at Sistema and struggle at uh, as a manager in the wider world. I'm sure there's a lot of those that I'm. But well, that, one with the one interesting one with the ground. The one and the reason yeah. why I kind of asked about why do you think that is with, right. the, with the ground and standing up. Um, you know, some some people in kind of embodied cognition and psychology, people like Moshe yeah. Feldenkrais, have talked about. That um, you know, the more comfortable you are with falling over, and whether you're yeah. an acrobat or a gymnast or a martial artist or a judoka or whatever you do, right? He was a judoka as well as a physicist, and yeah. you know, amazing guy. Um, and we talked about this in another podcast. That the more comfortable you are with transitioning from standing to the ground and falling and and moving through, you know, those environments on the ground, right? Um, the less psychologically you afraid, psychologically afraid you are of losing your balance. Or failing or being out of your element you know what i mean mm-hmm. so if you're really comfortable on the ground it's like well i can't fall any further now and this guy is down here with me it's impossible for me to fall over so now i can just do whatever i want i'm i'm home i'm safe and i feel solid here and i can move around but when you're standing up people can put pressure on you they can strike and you can strike and they can start to grapple in ways that are uncomfortable and that might lead to both of you failing or falling yeah. or, or, both, or one of you failing and the other guy being on top. Um, do you think that has translated? Uh, do you think there's a corollary there? Or maybe like in, in some aspects you're like, you know what, I'm going to stay, I'm, I'm going to take risks, but within the, the arena that I feel really solid within. And you have a, do you have a tendency to drag people into that arena with you? Or do you... Uh, yeah, or, you know, it's funny. You know, I, I think too, it's the... Uh, it, it actually, okay, so... Actually, the more, yeah. the more we talk about this, I'd say so really yeah. if, I, if I look at the, uh, this is like I, I need to have a, a, a couch, this is a psychology for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going really, 200 bucks off this, by the way. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, it's good. The, uh, yeah, actually, if, if I say, you know, it's funny, uh, and there's another whole session we could talk about. I did a, a big uh, uh, presentation. So every executive, uh, every vice president, every the guys who run Tyson, there's 125 guys in a room that I did a, uh, an hour-long uh, presentation to uh, mm. a few weeks ago. And it's funny, that doesn't make me nervous. Being mm. in front of 100, 150 people sure. that are the most important people in the industry doesn't make me nearly as nervous as if you left me one-on-one with just the president of Tyson. So one of the guys in the room happens to be the president of Tyson mm. that I'm presenting to, and it yeah. doesn't make me nervous presenting to him yeah. and 120 people behind him. Mm. But when I present to, if, I, if I'm going in and talking to him alone, I feel like my, my bod rate gets too quick. I'm trying to convey too much information at once. Get too engaged with him. Yeah, I'm exactly. worried about, uh, yeah. uh, so I, I think it's the same thing with, it's a one-on-one striking I have, I struggle with, but yeah, and you and I have talked about this for years. I've, and even street fighting growing up, I was, I always fought better. Yeah. I could fight three guys just fine. Sure. When I'd fight just one guy, I would just it, it was I, I would engage with the guy. Sure. I think too much. I'm like, would well, I really want to hurt this guy? Yeah. Or why am I doing this? And and, and just the uh, my my brain would comes a lot more personal. Yeah. You look for reasons. Whereas it's three yeah. people, you're just like, this yeah. is just a problem I've got to solve. It's a bunch of guys. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't have the time to really uh, sweat it or think about it too much. Yeah. So I think uh, hmm. so. Yeah, I mean, I think one on one conversations are more challenging for me, especially. One on ones with the executives are more challenging for me. One on one with, uh, I mean, I've got uh, people who, 
need to improve their performance. It's more challenging for me to sit with one guy hmm. and talk about his performance than it is to, for me to talk about a whole group of, yeah. if I had to talk to, to the entire group of, yeah. if I said, okay, you guys are just not cutting it as a, yeah. a group of engineers or this group of service techs are not cutting it. Hmm. It'd be much easier for me to walk into a group of five guys who don't agree with me hmm. and, and uh, explain to them why it is that I'm, why we need to move in this direction, how they're feeling. Where when it's one guy, it's I'm mm. feeling well. This guy's this guy's got a wife at home and he's got kids, and I've got to leave him some pride. And, mm. and maybe there's a uh, so I think one-on-one uh, uh, conflicts are probably harder for me to resolve than multiple. Mm. Yeah, uh, as a curler, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah so, you move very well against multiple attackers. I've experienced yeah. that. So yeah, so there you go. So, yeah, so I mean, I can hit yeah. better when there's uh, multiple people. I'd say the other so flipping that around, the uh, you'd said about uh, taking ownership. I mean, one of the Sayings I live by, and that is actually, I think my, I forget who I got it from. I think my boss probably is the one who uh, told it to me a few years ago that yeah, you know, at least at least half of every problem is management's problem. So I mean, I, mm. I, I so you go back to Constantine mm. uh, talking about if you're working with a guy uh, who's difficult to work with, and there's and yeah, you know, I, I try and in Sistema, there's a few guys that'll be you know even cheating drills or being a pain or just being hard to work with. I try and you know play that back in my head saying, okay, well, this guy's, this guy's affecting how I'm feeling, but you know, let me own that. What can I do differently? Mm-hmm. So I, I'd say I, I really make a point of, and I don't know, maybe I wasn't as good at doing this. I'm sure I wasn't as good at doing this uh, before I started Systema. So uh, the, the ability to look at any problem and say, okay, I get that this wasn't my fault, but okay, so if you're, so I'm going to be driving home later on tonight and if somebody rear ends my car, Mm. Uh, I can say, well, this isn't my fault. This guy rear into my car. Well, could I put brighter lights on my car? Mm. Could I drive a different way to work? Could I stop a little less quickly? Could I yeah. uh, stop 15 feet before the line when I see the guy going uh, creep up? So it may not, mm. it, it, things may not be your fault, Yeah. but what could you do to keep that from happening? So, and I think that's especially important uh, work-wise. I, I mean, I'm, it probably if there's any one uh, bell that I ring a lot, you know, we've got, I, I've got a, a crew of guys down in Chile right now. So I mean, mm. we, we put one of the engineers here on a plane. He came to work uh, uh, Thursday last week uh, thinking mm. he was going back home at about 4.35 o'clock that night. Instead, I'm sending him home, packing a bag, and he's flying down to Chile to yeah. go troubleshoot a problem. Mm. And a lot of what we're seeing in the field is that you know, these guys are, you know, we've got complicated equipment, and these guys in the field are landing wires in the wrong place, and all, mm. and our engineers don't want to come back, and the field guys are like, well, these these jack leg morons in the field aren't landing. All these people that we hired in Chile or yep. in Albuquerque or wherever don't land wires right. And mm. my my response to them is always this: okay, you can blame them for not landing it right, but what could you do to make that harder for them to do it the wrong way? Yeah. So uh, you're taking taking ownership of yeah. Yeah, so Constantine, you take ownership of a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You own part of that problem. You own how you feel about it. Well, that's this. Yeah. How you solve a problem in the field. And this is. Yeah, I came out of the appliance industry. If you, if you look at, if you took a kitchen knife, this is a challenge to all you guys at home. Take a, <laughs> take a metal kitchen knife and stab your appliance control. Stab. Go to your dishwasher and stab the control from every angle you can stab it at. Hmm. And in order to pass you well, you can't electrocute yourself. You need to make it where a guy stabs electronics with a knife. Guys, don't do that in case you got one built in China. Yeah. <laughs> it's sold in the U.S. And here's an even better one. So if you've got, let's say, a gas-fired uh, water heater in your garage, go out and grab your uh, gas tank, uh, your your uh, 
uh, the, the tank that you fill your lawnmower up with, you could take an open flame. You can see the open flame on your water heater. Mm-hmm. If you dump a bottle of gas on that flame, mm-hmm. that water heater will go out before it won't blow up. That, that, that's part of the, the regulations. And the, yeah. the, Again, yeah, don't, that's a yeah. pressure test of particular <laughs> yeah. theory. Yeah, but I'm saying, in the wider audience, so you know, what we've had to do from a UL standpoint and from mm-hmm. a, a wider appliance standpoint is you know, they keep, the way I put it is they keep making a better idiot. You, know, you yeah. idiot proof things and they keep making a better idiot. So <laughs> you need to, I mean, at some point you should let Darwinism kind of wash all that out. Yeah, but uh, we don't do that in but this country. In the interim, we're going to have to deal with them. Yeah, yeah. so um, but I think in the wider taking sense, ownership. I mean, sure. my main just button it up. That's to take ownership of that is. There's, I think the thing is, there's no downside to that taking ownership, right? Even if it yeah. is the other guy's fault, there's no downside to taking the ownership because at least then you learn something from the experience, right? Even if somebody is being an idiot or is being, you know, difficult or whatever it's going to be, you can either be angry about that and get fired up and, and do a poor job. Or even if you end up losing out on the job or it goes poorly or something, as long as you learn from that experience, then you haven't lost. Do you mm-hmm. know, if you see what I mean, and there's, there's a kind of, um, there's a parable, I think it's from like, Buddhism called the, the parable of the empty boat. Have you ever heard about this one? Yeah. About the guy who's basically, you know, he's uh, he's paddling upstream in his boat and he sees this big barge coming down the down the stream towards him and he starts uh, shouting out. He's like, hey, move out of the way. He's just got a little boat. He's like, move. And this thing just keeps coming, keeps coming towards him. He's like, hey, move, move. I'm coming up the stream. And the boat just keeps coming. And then uh, at the last minute, he jumps free of his boat and it smashes through his little boat. And, uh, he, and he paddles up and he grabs all the barge and, he's, and he climbs up there and he gets ready to you know have a go at the captain on there and that kind of stuff. And there's nobody in it, right? So it's a it's an empty boat that's been going down and he wasted all this time shouting at the boat that mm-hmm. he could have just got out of the way. He could have just yeah. paddled like the sign. And the, par- the 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 moral of the story is it's always an empty boat, whether or not there's somebody in it, mm-hmm. if, whether there's an idiot in it who's trying to hit you, or whether there's an idiot who's oblivious to you, or there's just nobody there at all. It's always an empty boat, so you should always act as if it's an empty boat and take. You should always yeah. move. You should always have the responsibility the whole time. And I think there's a lot that we can learn in that um, from yeah. f- from in systema training as well. It's like if you just act and think that way, if you have that mindset, you're going to get a lot more out of every interaction. The same is true of daily life as yeah, well. And, and if you try and circle so circle that back up to where we started at, you know, what's mm. the one of the main things you get out of systema? The mm. you know, conflict resolution, being able to stay calm. If you're if you're in that mindset where you're saying, okay, this guy, somebody from the factory floor is in my office and he's obviously really, really angry. Mm. I'm going to try and start from the place of, okay, well, what did I do yeah. that, that caused you to be angry? I, yeah. I understand you're really grumpy right now, so mm. let, let's, let, let me see what it is I did wrong to, yeah. to you know, what can I do to help with it? So rather yeah. than, you know, why, are, why are you pissed off? Yeah. Don't start with the why are you pissed off. Start with the, sure. okay, what did I do? You were obviously angry and I'm sure there's a cause for that anger. Hmm. Help me understand what that is, and let's see if we can't uh, get after it. I'm, I'm, I generally don't try and make people angry, so I, I must yeah. have either either I've done something accidentally, or hmm. there's a perception problem, or maybe we've got something we need to get out in front of. But if you're, and if you're doing it as like a parlor trick, trying to say, hmm. you know, we're, we're people trying to like, okay, well, tell me how it is. The I, I find the phrase that. Uh, Chick Fil A, oh my pleasure. It's not your pleasure. You, you aren't yeah. excited about serving. I mean, yeah. if, if you're truly excited about it and it's yeah. in your heart, then it, you can tell. So if your yeah. if your heart is there, if your heart is saying, I, we, I, we can read authenticity, right? Yeah. yeah. So the one that I can't stand in, in, in the states is like, it's when people a server will come around after they've just brought you food and they come around. It's like, is everything wonderful or is everything delicious? And I'm like, and the Englishman in me is just like. Well, that's all right. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. go so far as to say wonderful, <laughs> but everybody just goes along with like, yes, yeah, it's great. It's just like, wait, we've gone, we've gone quite some far. It's like, if it's everything okay, that's that's all right. But when somebody comes around with a a, a, 
a mouth that's smiling, but their eyes are dead saying, yeah. is everything wonderful? Then I just want to be like, clearly it's not. You need to find another job. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. what I feel like. They've been told they have to say that. Yeah, exactly. Where the pieces yeah, of flair. 20 pieces of flair. <laughs> exactly. So kind of coming to last couple of things I was going to talk about. Yeah. You have, um, you have two boys, um, yeah. Eric and Zach, and both of them have come along to our classes or seminars before for different yeah. lengths of time and trained and that kind of stuff. And, uh, um, and they've got some things out of it. And, um, um, I think Eric more than Zach has, yeah. has been keen to kind of keep it going and do things like that. Um, what, what lessons from Sistema would you like to see them learn? And, and may, and do you feel like it's possible for, for younger people um, to learn a lot of what there is in Sistema, or do you feel like um, there's a certain level of maturity that's required before you can grasp it? I mean, do you feel like you were ready to learn some of the lessons that you've got now, or do you rue the time that you were spending doing something else, or do you feel like you had to get that banging out your system before you were ready to kind of absorb some of the Yeah, I think it's, uh, you, you, you probably, you've probably read uh, uh, Meditations on Violence. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I think the, the, the thing about kids is they're still monkey fighting. So there's still yeah. that, that, Buying yeah, for status the whole yeah, time. Yeah, so it's, it's the Sistema. The problem with this, and maybe Sistema it can end that quickly, but it doesn't end things flashy. It doesn't feel like, it, it isn't something you'd see in a you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme do or, right. or somebody do in a movie, so it's a little harder to sell to a kid. Hmm. I think the, uh, it's definitely a more useful art. I think the, uh, uh, the for really young kids, I think it's a great place to start. I think it's I think it'd be great for guys through adolescence, but you probably... You probably need to sugarcoat the pill, maybe. Yeah, uh, to Pitch get it to swallow. Yeah, yeah, or, um, or hook them early. <laughs> yeah, or, and, and I don't know. Maybe you, you could probably. Um, there's a lot of kids that do parkour. I mean, a lot of the the same uh, itches are getting scratched doing this and doing parkour. I mean, yeah. this is the really if you look movement at, pressure monkeying yeah. around type stuff. Yeah, and I think I mean Sistema in general. I mean, that's kind of the you know the you know, what it does for me. Yeah, so let me you go back to having kids. I mean, I think part of why I got into martial arts or what I wanted out of it was to you want to protect your family because you've got kids sure. and you've got, you know, probably you want to do this if you have daughters too, but definitely with young men, you want to teach oh, yeah. them how to fight. I'm a, so, yeah, Cora's going to be lethal by the time she's yeah. 14. That's my plan. She's going to be, yeah. yeah. So, All I want to be able to do with Cora is she, she calls me and says, uh, dad, I need you to dispose of a body. I'm like, I'll be right there, hon. With the shovel. <laughs> that, that, that's my ideal outcome. Exactly. I don't want to have to worry about it at all. Did you do this again? <laughs> we had a talk. That's right. The pit is filling up now. I've got to find a new spot. It's like, anyway, yeah. Sorry, yeah, so that's fine. So I think, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you wanted to, you, you wanted to teach your kids how to fight. Uh, and even, you know, now I'm, I'm in a weird place. So I'm kind of in that empty nest where both my boys are, uh, you know, off to college now. So I'm kind of figuring out why, why is it that you trained? Mm. So, you know, you're asking me more about the kids, but now I'm back into a, okay, so I, I, I don't have the family to protect as much as I did. I don't have the kids to, to, uh, to teach every day. So it mm. used to be, I mean, that was a lot of what drove me to my last place where I was in there teaching three I'm not hours sure most people, most people yeah. training martial arts are either kids or they're people with kids, right? Yeah. That's who trains martial arts in America. That's yeah. like 90% of who trains, like the other 10% are disciples and adepts and people on a self-improvement kick you know it's yeah. really you know it's like the kind of that way so yeah i think yeah, one of the one of the uphill battles with sistema and i think why a, a kid should do that is there's <clears throat> i remember the, the the first week of doing sistema one of the I, I i'd actually taken a lot of the guys from the last place i was at over to sistema so i remember oh, working yeah. out with one of my yeah. jiu-jitsu guys from the old place and we're doing sistema the first time and we're doing uh doing push-ups and i'm you know, I'm turning my face to the side because I'm really nervous because my face is getting you know uncomfortably close to the guy's uh, nuts, and I just you know <laughs> you know where now it's just kind of like I mean a guy could be standing on your quads and you're just like okay yeah whatever if you're you just you, you don't the um, uh, 
the, 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 it's like being on a beach in, in Southern Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it, it, dude, they're just breasts. So that guy's got his shirt off. She's got her shirt off. Yeah, she right. looks hot, but whatever. She's yeah. walking around naked and mm-hmm. or with a uh, you know, topless. It's not that big of a deal. And I think the... Uh, uh, yeah, Sistema it teaches kind of the same way you you, you look at a woman who's topless in in uh, in Europe and it's uh, I mean it's you're still attracted to it but it's not that big of a deal. Sure. And I think Sistema teaches the same thing about your body where you're kind of like okay it's not that big of a deal relax calm mm-hmm. down so there's there's definitely a lot of attributes that you want to teach mm-hmm. uh, and even I would say so my kids may not be even going to Sistema but there's a you know, the, the, the life lessons I'm, cont- you know, the, the passing through. Yeah. The same way we were talking about all these analogous things at Systema, I'm using mm-hmm. these with uh, my, my kids every day. So, um, so what are the three things that you really would like to pass through, um, like to your kids or, or to anybody who comes along and says, what, what the th- if you had to pick three things off the top of your head that you want people to understand or learn, what would they be just as, as general? Uh, just of Systema uh, from Systema from Systema. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I'd say, uh, Man, there's there's a lot. I think you know the main. Actually, okay, so let me. The first one is about why I like Sistema more than I like other arts, and why it's more applicable uh, is that it's principles, not techniques. I mean, it's just really get your get your breathing right, you get your posture right, relax, move. I mean, I'm even I've been doing this for eight years with you, and I'm not you know, as diligent as I'd like to be, but I mean, I've been at it for a while, and I'm still. I'll be sitting there and why is this not working? I'm like, Oh, cause I'm not moving or I'm not breathing or I'm not, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. really, really basic stuff. So it's uh, you know, get those principles right. And yeah. the techniques will take care of themselves. And I think that, you know, life is a lot like that too. That, you know, don't, don't worry about, well, okay, what technique did you use to get out of debt, Glenn? Or what technique did you mm-hmm. do to, you know, what, what line did you use to pick up your, uh, your wife with? I mean, there's, it isn't a technique that you used. It was mm-hmm. a, uh, yeah, it was a principle. principle. It's yeah. like everything sounds better with a British accent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I asked her if she fancied it, and she said yes. <laughs> Do you fancy my accent? <laughs> no, fancied it. Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not that it. A different it. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Though. So, moving on. number one, so, principles, so, not, yeah, life principles, is about principles, not techniques. Not techniques. Number two? Uh, the, uh, I think maybe I'd, I'd circle back to the, yeah, the, 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 there is no bad guy. There is no good guy. Hmm. Uh, this is, in this, you, know, you, you don't have to go to every fight you're invited to. Uh, you know, there's you know, especially with kids. I mean, there's a uh, you know, the, the the pridefulness of it. You don't need to you don't need to prove anything. It isn't it, if somebody's angry and uh, you know bullying behavior. You know, there's probably nobody that's more uh, sad and hurt than that that bully. You know, that, that kid who's who's wanting to hit you. Usually, there's there's something wrong with that guy. Uh, the, yeah, the reason they're paying it forward, they're being bullied for yeah. their parents or something, and they're passing it on, or yeah. they feel insecure or something. And, and, and what do you hope to what do you hope to accomplish? So if some guys, even so if some guys getting ugly with his wife and his kids, and you walk up on that, and you say, oh, "I'm going to be a superhero and I'll beat this guy to submission." You know, what's going to happen? That guy's going to go home and thump on his wife that much harder because he got beat up in public. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you know, really, you know, there, there's no bad guy, and there's and even you know, the whole back to the you know, good guy with a gun, bad guy with a gun. It's hmm. you know, it, it's mental health issues more than it, it, you know, I've got a you know, this is off topic, but I mean I've got a, 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 a relatives that have that I've had committed into UNC that spent two weeks uh, at the UNC uh, mental institution getting rehabilitated, and you know, mm. three days after he got out of there, he's buying a shotgun mm. and making threats against my family because he's 
You know, so there's, hmm. it, but even even a guy with a shotgun who's making threats against my family, hmm. you'd say, oh, the only thing that's going to stop that bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun, other than he's a family member and you love him hmm. and you don't want to shoot the guy in the forehead. Yeah. So yeah, there is no good guy with a gun. There's no bad guy with a gun. It's just you know, hmm. people uh, are trying to solve problems. And there are some horrible people out there. I'm not saying there's, yeah, uh, yeah I'm not a... Um, uh, yeah, it's, if a spider was walking in the room right now, I would want to catch that spider mm. and turn it loose outside. I mm. I will kill anything that needs killing. I mean, I've mm. yeah, I've lived off the land in Montana for a couple of years when I was out there. I mean, I don't, sure. I've, I've you killed bow, more you bow hunt now. And yeah, stuff like, yeah, you're far yeah. from a pacifist. Yeah, so I'm not. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I, I, so I kill anything that needs killing, but I don't mm. want to kill anything that doesn't need killing. I don't sure. want to mm-hmm. hurt anything that doesn't need hurting, and yeah. uh, it just kind of help things along. So. Uh, lessons for uh, for kids and people. I mean, there's no there's no good guy. There's no bad guy. Okay. Uh, and number three. Number three. Uh, Principles, not techniques. There's no good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Actually, here's a here's a guy. I, I just I've got uh, a, a few thoughts collected. The uh, probably this. And actually, this is anybody. You know, when Glenn's gone and I'm teaching in a class, this is one that I'll roll out a lot. This is I was talking earlier about the the hooks that got me into Sistema. So mm-hmm. I, I was interested. It was neat. I could feel it. And it was pretty cool stuff. But when uh, Glennon did uh, early on, we did you know just regular joint locks, and we mm. talked about you, you where you're at uh, matters. So he said, mm. put put a guy in a joint lock and be really angry at the guy who's joint locking you. You mm. won't find your way out of that, and it'll mm. hurt even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the where you're at emotionally really matters. So mm. uh, anger is a choice, and anger isn't going to help you any. So when mm. when somebody's uh, and do this. I mean, have a guy put you in a wrist lock, mm-hmm. stare at the guy who's putting you in that wrist lock, mm-hmm. really, and have him just lock that thing down where it sucks, mm-hmm. and then get even really more angry at the guy, and you'll mm-hmm. realize it hurts that much more. Sure. And then you could go to inquisitive, you know, I wonder why he's doing this, and it'll, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe not hurt as much, but you don't, or if you go to inquisitive, I wonder why he's doing this, you can yeah. see your way out of that and find a, find sure. a solution out. So the, yeah. let's say the, um, you know, feeling sorry for yourself. I mean, look out in nature. There's, you know, there's a squirrel out there picking up uh, uh, nuts and putting. He's not feeling sorry for himself. He's not mm-hmm. angry about things. He's just walking around getting nuts and not really worrying about. It. And I think if you can mm-hmm. put yourself into that, just you know, it's just uh, uh, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's uh, yeah, just just work at it. And I think yeah, that's yeah. You go back to the yeah, how a Sistema like executive uh, functions. I mean, it's Sistema is very work like. I mean, you don't mm-hmm. get you just get your job done and you just do it. So that's, you know, at, at work, I'm not getting amped up. I'm not getting excited. I'm just, hmm. uh, I'm just working through problems. Just all day. Professional. Okay. Yeah. And the same thing when I'm you know, tonight, when we're working out, if somebody's punching me, I'm not, I'm going to try not to get prideful. I'm going to try not to get amped up and I'm not going to be, I, I won't be successful at either one of those, hmm. uh, but, uh, but I'm going to try and, okay, I'm just trying to calm down. You're progressing back up. towards the mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all, we're all uh, working yeah. on it. So nice. Cool. Well, thanks very much for taking the time, Brian, and uh, maybe we can do this again at some point down the line. Cool. Cheers. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to find out more about training at NC Sistema, you can visit us online at www.ncsistema.com. If you'd like to find out more about Sistema classes and seminars worldwide, please visit www.russianmartialart.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can share it with your friends online, you can write a review on iTunes, or you can support us directly with a monthly contribution of $1, $5, whatever you can afford. To become a Systema for Life patron, please visit www.patreon.com slash ncsystema. Any and all contributions are very much appreciated. They help us to keep the podcast going and to keep it advertising free. Many thanks, good health, and see you in training.